0: Love, talk, radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news and celebrity news and pop culture. So let's get started. Roll it. Oh, dang that, dang that. And I'm chillin' up in 10 Rock City. Up on the train in the radio is all I need In the fuse, it's 11 noon, holla at deep The entertainment, music can't save it Number one source of pop culture Radio and I, we gon' chase it That's entertainment They better from the ghetto town stage Gotta make a change, it's just entertainment Wednesdays at the noon, at 1pm So baby, don't forget the tune The business is nice, the jazz is the better cruise There is no car, I win cause you plan to lose like that, to best just that. Being by the was... right on that. Radio, your better be on Real facts, if it's we we'll not speak on that. Just news, the news feed, in my So me, you back up me, I back up you. It's in the same you. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, That's Entertainment is on social media. So follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain one that's T-H-A-T-S, entertaining the number one. You can also like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash fastentertainment.com. And also, you can follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, that's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14, you can also follow me on Instagram at Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is partly cloudy, 81 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you, for once again, for taking the time to hang out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about... Um, uh, Piers Morgan, Lisa Rana, Rick Aiello, the son of Danny Aiello. Uh we're also gonna be talking about Prince, Issa Rae, and also the end of an era for a children's series. You remember Arthur? Well they they uh it's it's the series is coming to an end. Uh I also want to give a shout-out to everyone who's been listening to the show from the very beginning. Uh, we've been on BTR for over 10-plus years, so I'd like to thank everyone here in the states and all over the world for your support and just listening to the show every Wednesday afternoon. So thank you once again. Uh, let's get started. You know, the Olympics is going on Uh Team USA has won several gold and silver and bronze medals. But the one thing that people were looking forward to was seeing uh, gymnast Simone Biles do her thing. She's been labeled the GOAT, the greatest of all time. But all of a sudden, her she just wasn't into her routine. She had to uh Kind of let herself uh, get eliminated, eliminated out of the competition, and her sets, and let her rest of her teammates just finish out, finish out and do what they had to do. Fortunately, they did uh, win the silver medal. But uh, Simone Biles has has a lot of weight on her shoulders, being labeled as the greatest of all time, being that five, being that top gold medalist from the real Olympics. It's putting a toll on her, her mind, her body, and we're going to be talking about that. And, of course, one particular person who has a problem with celebrities or athletes having to take a time, take a moment for themselves to say, hey, you know what, mentally I'm not here. Mentally, I can't do it. Mentally, I, I'm I'm tired and I need a break. And that's Pierre Pierre Mark, and he of course he has something to say because of course he had something to say when Naomi Osaka had to take a mental break. And we're going to be talking about this, and um, I want to know your feedback on it. Uh, give me a call. Give me tell me what you think. The call-in number is three four seven six three seven two six five six. Do you feel that athletes need to take a mental break? Do you feel that, oh, because the, if the going get rough, that they're using it as an excuse? Or do you feel that, yeah, you know what, it's a lot of pressure, and it's a lot of pressure to be number one, and it's a lot of pressure to be labeled the greatest of all time. Do you feel that they're doing the right thing? So give me a call. Tell me what you think. The calling number is three four seven six three seven two six five six, and press the number one. Again, that's three four seven six three seven two six five six, and press the number one. Um, I'm going to go ahead and open the chat room. If you want to put your comments in the chat room, I can read them live on the air. So again, that's three four seven six three seven two six five six, and press the number one. Uh, let's get started. Again, um, Piers Morgan, Morgan, you know he's very outspoken. He's one of those outspoken pundits. Piers Morgan may have won the gold medal for blunt opinions, but yesterday on Tuesday when he questioned top gymnast Simone Biles' sudden departure from the Olympic team competition following a uncharacteristic poor performance, And this is what he tweeted. He said, quote, Are mental health issues now the go-to excuse for any poor performance in elite sport? What a joke. Just admit you did badly, made mistakes, and will strive to do better next time. Kids need strong role models, not the nonsense, unquote. Now, Bowles, who is 24, said Tuesday she wasn't in the right frame of mind entering the 2020 Tokyo Olympics and found herself fighting all those demons once the action got underway. She removed herself from Tuesday event and watched as her teammate won the silver medal in the team competition. Now, Bowles could return for the gymnastic all-around competition tomorrow, Thursday, but... Um, but I, I got word of it because, remember, Japan is uh, one day ahead of us that she is not going to be competing again. So, um, uh it's sad but you know what i can understand i can understand and a tennis star uh naomi Osaka, a medal favorite who was defeated tuesday cited the preservation of her own mental health for withdrawing from the french opening in april and skipping wimbledon in june while both biles and Osaka has been widely praised for speaking out about the importance of mental health mental well-being one Twitter user suggested comments like, Morgan are what led people with problems to remain silent. Uh, this is what this one person tweeted. She, uh, this person said, when someone, quote, when someone takes their own life, the amount of time you hear is only they reach out. But when someone speaks out about their mental health, you get tweets like this. And it's so true. Um you know what, I, I, I don't understand. People think that Athletes are human too. They have good days and they have bad days. So what are you saying? They can't have a bad day and say, you know what? Yeah, maybe they, yeah, maybe they didn't well, didn't do well. But you know what? I always say, when it comes to sports, when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to performance, it's not just a physical aspect that you got to get ready for it's the mental aspect because a lot of people think oh you can just go up here hit a ball do flips and be all right if your mind is not in it how do you expect to perform your best and that's with anything that you do whether you are you play an instrument whether you're a singer a dancer if you don't feel it if your mind is not mentally prepared how are you supposed to be your best? You can't fake it because if you go out there and say, "You know what, uh, I'm not feeling well, I'm not having a good day, and you still do they, it, it let me tell you you can't fool people. you can see it you can you can tell that they're not having a good day. they're not mentally ready, they're not mentally focused they're not they their head is not in the game, and we can't knock these athletes for saying you know." You're going to uh, criticize them because, oh, uh, you know, uh, they make it up an excuse why uh, they're performing uh, terrible, maybe because they're mentally not in the game. And also, too, you never know with COVID on the rise, the Delta virus out here, a lot of people are scared. And not only you got to prepare and practice for the game, you got to make sure you don't catch the virus. You got to every day you walk out that door, you got to put your mask on, you got to keep your distance, you got to make sure nobody's up in your face. That also plays a toll. So parents like get out of here with that nonsense. I mean, seriously, when you're on the radio or TV, you mean to tell me you're 100% all, all, all right all the time? I don't buy it. I don't believe it, because everybody has a good day and a bad day, and I always say if you're not mentally ready and prepared, it's going to show. It's going to show. And also, too, um, I was watching the Olympics, I was watching Simone uh, do her routine, and she she was landing hard on uh, the when she had jumped off the uh, balance beam and uh, you know and you one wrong jump that's it you could make, mess up your ankle your feet break your bones you know any kind of injury so why risk it why you know why put yourself in that predicament so. But, you know, i got to say, hey, Simone, we're with you, just like we were with Na- uh, Naomi. If you're not mentally ready or ready to do this, yes, by all means, you deserve to say I need a mental break. I need a mental day. You know, I think a couple of years ago they was talking about before the pandemic how uh, people in the United States work uh uh they they work twice as many hours they're overworking themselves and 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 they're not, and they're losing sleep some people can't sleep and they was talking about you know when people call in sick some people say I need a mental day off especially if the kind of job that you have or career that you have where it's very stressful there are times where you do need that mental break I can't come in the office today. I can't, you know, I can't do that case. I can't do those numbers because I gotta get my, I gotta get get a, have a break. I need a mental break. And you are allowed to do that because if you don't have it, you can't be your best. You cannot perform at your level, or, or you can't perform at the level that they expect you to be so we got to give our athletes the credit that it is due. If they're not feeling well, if they don't feel like their head is in the game, if they don't feel mentally ready to go out there and perform, then they deserve to have a mental uh, day, a time to take take a break. And I don't understand what was Piers Morgan's problem because everybody whether you're an athlete or not Needs a mental break A day off Just to give your mind some rest Because if you don't you, You're going to go crazy And you're not going to perform The best of your ability So Piers Morgan needs to cut that out Because it, you're, you're not making sense And I know good and well You don't have good days And I know There are going to be days When you're stressful Come on, you you're just human. You Piers Morgan act like he's not human. And for all the other people that you know, and like I said, she had was under a lot of pressure. You know, here you're supposed to represent the United States, you're supposed to be the great and you know, it's a lot of pressure if you don't deliver. And if you are not mentally ready, it, it's not gonna be good. So Anyway, uh also this week um Diehard fans of Prince may go crazy about the latest development concerning his estate. Uh, five years since his death of his prolific music artist, uh, Primary Way, they now reportedly control half his estate after purchasing interest from three of his heirs. Now, according to the Star Tribune, the New York City-based company purchased 100% of Omar Baker inheritance. Now, Baker is Prince's younger half-sibling out of six. Primary Way also acquired 90% of Prince's sister Tika Nelson's stake and 100% of the late Alfred Jackson interest. Now, Jackson, who died in 2019, was the son of Prince's mother Maddie Baker and Alfred Jackson Sr., now Prince who was a stunt advocate for the artist empowerment and a stickler about ownership, he died in April of 2016 at 57 from a fentanyl overdose. And although he was considered a revolutionary for his business acumen, uh the the Miami the Minneapolis native did not leave a will. And since his death, he, his remaining family member has been embroiled in a bitter legal battle over the rights to his access, which for estimate to be worth more than 100 million. Mm. And it's a big day for Issa Rae. Uh the actress married Louis Di- Dion- uh Dime- Dime? Uh, in the South of Fran. Uh, she revealed this on Monday in an Instagram post. Uh, the post featured a series of photos that show Ray in her flowing white dress posing with her bridesmaid uh, and alongside with her new husband. Now, Ray didn't reveal many details about the ceremony itself, but tagged the location in her Instagram post as St. John Cap Ferret. The 36-year-old star was first rumored to be engaged to uh, Dime in 2019, according to Entertainment Tonight. I hope that's how he's pronouncing his name. Ray, who co-created, produced, wrote for, and starred on HBO *Insecure* series, which concluded production for the upcoming fifth and final season last month. She also starred alongside Kumail Najani in the 2020 Netflix romantic comedy movie The Lovebirds. And uh, actor Rick Aiello, who appeared in numerous TV and movie roles, including alongside his late father, Danny Aiello, in the Do the Right Thing, has died of pancreatic cancer. Uh, Rick Aiello's mother, Sandy, told TMZ that he died Monday night surrounded by loved ones in a Warwick, New York, hospital after battling the illness for a year and a half. The younger Aiello was the second sibling to die of pancreatic cancer, uh, according to TMZ. His brother, Danny Aiello, the third died of the disease in 2010 at the age of 53, and this is according to The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, His father died in December 2019 at the age of 86. Now, Rick Ayala logged more than 60 acting credits, most notably as Officer Long in both Spike Lee 1989 classic and in reprising the role in Jungle Fever, a few years later. Other films he starred in include Remedy and 29th Street. On television, Aiello appeared in The Sopranos, Law & Order, Sex in the City, Ugly Betty, Renegade, Tale from the crip Angel Street, and Della Ventura. There were also several TV movies according to his IMDP page. I'm sorry, IMDB page, Aiello's final uh, role was in the 2016 film Nobody's Perfect. And besides his mother, Ayala was survived by his sister Arlene and their two children, Ricky Jr. and Tori. Um, the Hollywood Reporter also noted as well as his brother Jamie and sister Stacy. May he rest in peace. Uh, Long before Lisa Renner was a real housewife of Billy Hill star She was a daytime diva The plump lip actress will revive her award-winning Days of Our Lives role In an upcoming spin-off series for Peacock The NBC Universal-owned streaming service has ordered the expansion of the longtime soap universe With a five-episode limited series titled Days of Our Lives Beyond Salem The new show will bring together past and present residents of Salem Including Renna as Billy Reed Along with Deidre Hall as Dr. Marlena Evans Drake Holgenstein as John Black Jack K. Harry as Paulina Price James Reynolds as Ab Carver Victoria Cunafal as Sierra Brady, Robert Scott, uh, Scott Wilson as Ben Weston, Billy Flynn as Chad DeMera, and Lamin Archery as Eli Grant and Sal Stowers as Lena Price. Now, Rena, uh, 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 Lisa Rena was uh, nominated for four Daytime Emmy Awards for her portrayal of the character from 1992 through 2013. She most recently returned for a five-episode arc in 2018 as the International Security Alliance agent. Days of Our Lives, which has been up and running for over five decades on NBC, was recently renewed for two years, which takes it through its 58th season. And, you know, the thing about uh, Days of Our Lives, it's one of the very last remaining daytime shows left on TV, besides Young and the Restless, you know, but I'm glad she's uh, returning to daytime television. You know, Lisa is very entertaining. Um, you know, she's also not only just an actress and a reality star, but she's also a clothing designer. I remember, she had a, a store out in uh, Los Angeles, a boutique store with some very nice clothing for women and young women her young her daughters were some of her inspiration as well she also has a clothing line also on qvc as well so you definitely got to check out Uh, and it's affordable the what the boutique that she had in la she no longer have it but it was very pricey you know it was for you know the more hollywood elite type buyers and the clothing line that you have on QVC is more for everyday people, very affordable and also stylish, you know. So good for Lisa Uh, Renna. uh Also, uh, ABC is, uh, I guess you can say, is getting into superstar territory ter- territory with a new documentary series focusing on celebrities who shape American culture. First up on August eleventh is an hour long profile on singer Whitney Houston, set to air two days after what would have been the New Jersey native fifty eighth birthday. The first episode will include never before seen private videos of Houston who died in twenty twelve. The special will also include archive Uh, interviews of Houston and Bobby Brown and new interviews with her close industry friends and associate Brandy, Shaka Khan, B.B. uh Savion Glover, Miranda, Michael Walden, and rock and roll Hall of Famer Darlene Love. The Grammy winning vocal powerhouse was found unconscious in a suite at the Beverly Hilton Hotel submerged underwater in the bathtub on February 11, 2012. Her cause of death was later ruled by the medical examiner to be the accidental drowning with heart disease and cocaine use limited use listed as contributing factors the series marked the continuing expansion of 2020 which is anchored by david murr and Amy Robach, and uses a documentary-style format to tackle true crime stories and investigation. Superstar is the long-running news magazine's second sub-brand to launch after Truth and Lies debuted in 2017, covering stories about serial killer Charles Manson and the Watergate political scandal. Superstar will air on ABC on August 11 at 10 p.m. Eastern, and will stream on Hulu the next day. Also, uh, it's the end of an era for Arthur. The animated children's series about an eight-year-old Arvark is no longer making new episodes more than two decades after the show started, screenwriter Kathy Wog said on the Finding DW podcast. And although she doesn't think all, uh, all of the episodes they may have aired, Wog said each of the shows have been produced. Now, Walk said that the author character continued to exist through public service announcement about voting and the COVID-19 pandemic. She added that she's not sure why the network decided to stop making new episodes, saying she isn't familiar with the ratings, but noted that author felt evergreen to her. Arthur debuted in 1996 and has been released nearly 250 episodes across 24 seasons so far. The educational cartoon 24th season premiered earlier this year with three episodes airing in March. You know, um, I can't believe that this is, you know, all good things must come to an end. Um, my children grew up watching Author, and I used to get the books on Author. Uh, there was, remember, the. There was so many authors of merchandise and books and clothing and stuffed toys, you name it. And it was a very educational show, and it was so cute the way it was done. So it's going to be greatly missed, and it's unfortunate because the next generation of children won't get to know. I mean, I guess author books will still be around, and they probably show author in syndication, but... uh, yeah it's 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 kind of sad that the this beloved uh children's series is coming to an end. it really is right now we have here uh twenty five minutes after the hour coming up we're gonna be talking about uh snoop Dogg. his mother is in the hospital uh we're also gonna be talking about um uh, Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett—they're getting ready to uh, do a concert uh, that's going to be taking place in a, a couple, in—I in, think next week, actually. And that's just some of the stories we're going to be covering. So, uh, th- so just stay where you are, relax, grab a snack, get a cup of coffee, and uh, we'll be back right after the music break. I can catch you throwing smiles in my face Tune in to That's entertainment—the number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon—with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now, we have thirty minutes left remaining in the show. That's the latest from Little Nas X and "Call My Name." Uh, before we get to, uh, before we went to the music break. Uh, There is a new Exorcist trilogy that's underway for a new generation. Uh, Halloween uh, Halloween director David Gordon Green has been tapped to him a series of new films in connection to the head-spinning influential horror movie franchise, The Exorcist. The movie's original star, Steen, will reprise her Oscar-nominated role of Chris McNeil alongside recent double Oscar nominee Leslie O. Jr. as a father tracking her down when his daughter is possessed. Now, desperate for help, he seeks out MacNeil, who was the mother in the 1973 original. The forthcoming series will mark the first time Bernstein has returned to the franchise. She famously skipped out on starring in the subsequent sequels, prequel, and a TV show. And according to the New York Times, Universal is expected to officially announce the new Exodus trilogy at some point this week after reportedly shelling out more than four Hundred million dollars the studio will release the first film in cinema in October of 2023 with subsequent films possibly going straight to the company's streaming service Peacock and rather than a reboot or a remake the new film are being described as a compelling continuation of the original which made over 440 million at the box office and won an Oscar for best adapted screenplay uh, wow uh this might be telling my age but i remember the exorcist and it was one of the scariest movie at that time and it was about a uh linda blair who was a child who was possessed by the devil and let me tell you the the, the graphic in the movie the makeup uh, the scene—it was so scary because that was the first time where they tell where they show an exorcism being performed in the movie. And for those who didn't know what a—I mean, if you're not Catholic, most of the time you don't know what an exorcism is. is. But usually, it's a preacher, a priest, a Catholic priest, most likely, who tries to. Uh, somebody who's possessed by the devil the catholic priest comes in uh talks about uh the bible he quotes bible verses he has a a large metal cross in his hand and he's trying to to draw out the demon the devil out of the body and let me tell you I think Linda Blair uh, won uh, an Oscar that year. I can I I'm not sure either. She won. Or she got nominated, but she really did. She really performed. She really performed. And I mean, it, the the graphic. I mean, her eyes. Her the 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 hair all matted. Uh, she's throwing out green. It was just scary. And for um for uh Chris McNeil to come back into the original with Leslie Odom Jr. Oh my goodness! But you know, ever since then, there have been several uh, movies about exorcism. Uh, I, me and my daughter just saw one recently last month on uh, Netflix. Uh, so it, it, the, these exorcism movies and documentaries are nothing new. But I gotta say, The Exorcist is the very first one. If you haven't seen it, and you you like horror movies that's one to see it was listed as one of the scariest and it, it, it can traumatize you for real it can try it traumatized me because it's something that you don't know really you don't see you don't see um you know you go to church on sunday and you're, you you you're uh the preacher and the reverend and, they quoting uh, quotes from the Bible, and they are talking about your sins and how Jesus was put on this earth to why he was sacrificed. But when you talk when you talk about trying to draw a demon out of somebody's body, man. Uh, also, this week uh, there is talks that um, there is a well, do a leap up. Um, said that she is horrified by collaborators on the baby's, uh, I guess, he made a comment about against the LGBTQ uh, community. Uh, This is what she said. Dua Lipa was shocked when the baby hateful comments against the LGBTQ and HIV community, and she wants her fans to know she wholeheartedly disagreed with him. Uh, This is what she said. She said, quote, I'm surprised and horrified at the baby's comments. This is what she wrote on Instagram yesterday, Tuesday. I really don't recognize this as the person I work with, unquote. The 29-year-old rapper is facing fierce criticism on social media after making homophobic remarks at the Rolling Loud Festival in Miami on Sunday. Uh, During his set, he told the audience, quote, if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that makes you die in two to three weeks, then put your cell phone lighters up. Fellas, if you ain't, you know, he's saying very um, derogatory things. And, you know, later he, the baby seemed to double down on his ignorant remarks, saying on Instagram Live that people who get infected are you know, stupid. He didn't say stupid, but he, you know, he got he went the little, you know, and calling HIV people nasty and junkies on the street. Now, Dua Lipa, who collaborated the baby on her remix of her mega hit "Levitating," took to social media Tuesday to clarify that she wants nothing to do with the rapper's comments. Uh, she said, I know my fans know where my heart lies, and that's how I stand 100% with the LGBTQ community. That's what she posted on her Instagram story. She said, quote, we need to come together to fight the stigma and ignorance around HIV and AIDS. Fans of the English chart toppers also rushed to Twitter asking Dua to immediately remove the The Baby remix of Levitation from Streams and Services. And singer Victoria Monet says she is totally available. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know, um, but later on, The Baby apologized to the HIV community, uh, writing on Twitter that uh, he, this is what he said. He said, "Quote, anybody who done done ever been affected by AIDS, HIV, y'all got the right to be upset. What I say was, what I said was insensitive, even though I had no intention on offending anybody. So my apologies." Unquote. He wasn't as clear when addressing his homophobic remarks, uh, but uh, you know, you can't. You know, that's just like with anything that you say about any particular group of people. You can't be saying those things, especially in, if you're in the public eye, because it does have a uh, consequences. And see, here you trying to, and, and Dua Lipa have a lot of fans from the uh, LGBTQ community. So for her to do a collab with somebody who's going to make a, make fun or say derogatory things, It gives that artist a bad look, like, you know, you're contradicting yourself, so, uh, I tell you, a lot of people want her to take that track off, They, they want that track eliminated with the baby's vocals on it, so. Uh, also uh I was mentioning about uh Lady Gaga and tony bennett uh they're getting ready to strike a chord with their hometown fans uh the star Power singing duo will perform two concerts right here in New york City's same radio city music hall next month ahead of their new album the it's called uh it's it's called the One Last time concert and it will take place August third on uh tony Bennett's birthday and on August fifth The Manhattan-born Gaga and the Long Island City Queens-born Bennett released their first joint album, Cheek to Cheek, in 2014 and toured together the next year with multiple performances at Radio City Music Hall in June of 2015. Uh, Bennett has revealed in a AARP interview that he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in 2016. Uh, tickets for uh, next month's show goes on sale to the general public through the Live Nation website. Uh, City Card members will also be able to buy tickets, and uh, attendees will have to show proof of full COVID-19 vaccination. A release date for Gaga and Bennett's second album together hasn't been announced yet. That's going to be a great show. And speaking of the proof of COVID-19 vaccination, uh, we're going back to mask wearing indoors again. I know uh, California had started. New York is getting ready to do that as well because this Delta is, variant is really catching up again. And even people who are vaccinated have to wear their mask. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I posted on my social media account, this, when the CDC and when President Biden said, the oh, people who are fully vaccinated can uh, no longer have to wear a mask, I said, nah, that's, that's not going to fly with me because we don't know who has the virus. We don't know who's vaccinated. So I posted on my social media, I'm still going to wear my mask. I said uh, to the CDC and to the president, I'm still wearing my mask, and I'm fully vaccinated. And I've been wearing my mask ever since. Even though they had made that announcement, and now here they go again flip-flopping the CDC saying, that yeah, we've got to go back to mask. And here in the New York area, especially here in New York City, where we got uh, we have one of the largest number of uh, – we have the most school kids going returning to schools in the country next to Los Angeles and Chicago. They're required to wear masks when they return, because uh, we start school late here in New York City. We go back in September. Some schools are uh, in other parts of the country are going back next week, the end of August. We go back in September, September 13, to be exact. And, um, they want everybody the twelve to, to uh sixteen to get vaccinated, and the time is running out because they have till September thirteen and you know you gotta wait four weeks out from the first vaccination to take the second one, so that's how it is uh right now, we have here uh eighteen minutes left remaining in the show. I'm gonna go ahead and take another music break, and we'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. We the best music. <laughs> I've never had a hand out Before I let my people fall But i take it out your mouth it's so quick to switch up Hop from the long So I don't need to kick up It ain't directed So it ain't restricted Stop dropping clues Cause I ain't no detective I'm, I'm, I'm trying to win Don't care how I do it Just know that I did it Why you so worried About what I be doing Counting my money Ain't making you rich Talking down on Don't make you just Come on, me in your mouth More than your spit I really encourage my haters To talk Going that shit Only keeping me lit cool. Stay <laughs> Hey, I'm stuck in my city, top six, sound like a star yeah. Stop and take a picture when I'm jumping, I will live. I didn't run it up in only took a couple years. No money be calling if it wasn't for my little father. They be talking about I wouldn't even hear. We sports, five, boom, boom, yeah. Hey, how you got them? Come here. I was going bigger, then again, I'm like, what I got. The truth carries each of my living right here. Twenty-one times I don't even got a spirit in my climax. I ain't even nowhere near it. I stayed down and I stayed down and I came up. I had faith in my spirit. Stay down until I came up. I did it, I did it, I did it. Things don't change up. I did it, I did it, I did it. Track. I ain't stopping yet. I've been playing, flying, so I'm smiling on the jet. I drop it, I hit that, that's the domino effect. cause I ain't going slow. Ain't no stopping it. We get blue paper all day. like monopolies. brand no new potters, I'm proud of me. Actually came from the bottom. Ain't no needin' even acting. He ain't even seen half of me. And ain't no passing, that's the no go. Start them killer players, started throwing low blows. I done got good with you. I send the paparazzi to get my angle every time they take my photo. Another one. They Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so if you have a fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going in. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Right now we got 14 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from DJ Khaled with Megan Thee Stallion and I did it. Uh, You know, uh, I was mentioning about uh, Snoop Dogg about his mom. Um, she's in the hospital actually. Uh she's not feeling well. Um but Snoop Dogg is feeling the love from his fans. Uh the rapper said that uh uh she was in the hospital still fighting, um and they don't say why she went in the hospital for, but he thanked a lot of people. Uh, He thanked fans for their prayers and well wishes for his mother, whose name is Beverly Tate, and he shared a health update on her behalf and her hospitalization uh, this past Sunday. He said, um, quote, Happy Sunday, me and my brothers went to see Mama today, and she opened her eyes to see us and let us know she's still fighting. Uh, Snoop wrote, posting a photo of himself gently touching uh, his mother's forehead as she laid in the hospital bed while his siblings watch on. Uh, he also said that God is good. Thanks for all the prayers, one day at a time. And in response, many of the artists' famous friends offer words of support and well wishes in the comments section. <coughs> Excuse me. Um though the um they did not disclose uh any further details about her condition but Snoop first asked fans to pray for her back in May um that he also had uh he had posted a photo of his mother looking radiant and which and this was back in May and um you know um uh, that he, you know, remember Snoop was, uh, had, is earlier this year, uh, he, no, I should say last year actually, uh, remember he was, was uh, got caught up in some controversy about, you know, he had to apologize to Gail King after criticizing her interview with WNBA star Lisa Leslie following the tragic death of Kobe Bryant um but uh yeah they not they don't say wh- how, what's going on what she's why she's in the hospital i i hope i hope she doesn't have covid you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case but we we don't know because they're not saying what's going on um but all we can just say is just prayers and just well wishes for his mother uh speedy uh, recovery um. Yeah, because it's it's just real out here, and and you know nowadays you got to be careful, and you got to. It's just scary. It's really scary, and I know uh, you can make people, you know, who already suffer from anxiety, it really can push it up tenfold. So, I just hope that his mom is doing. You know, we just hope for the best. You know what I'm saying. Um, also. Uh, speaking of somebody who's feeling in anxiety and overwhelm uh Britney Spears had posted a uh a video of herself uh painting after she was feeling overwhelmed and uh She's resorting to a different kind of art to cope with all the stress in her life. Uh, The multi-talented pop star who is involved in a bitter conservatorship battle with her dad posted an Instagram video of herself Tuesday painting on a massive sheet of white paper, a seemingly therapeutic moment that she described as an expression of her feelings. Um, This is what she wrote in the caption. In her uh, her social media she said quote as you guys know there's a lot of change going on in my life at this moment and today I, f- I was feeling overwhelmed so I went to Michael's and got white paper and paint uh, the, the sped up video shows Spears in an oversized white shirt walking around the sheet of paper and using a variety of colors on her abstract painting the clip also shows uh, her little white dog checking her work a few times and she said that she just wanted to see color and she's just you know playing around with it and she says that she's not a professional painter but she certainly felt like she was and she said that this is an expression of how she's feeling in the moment rebellious colorful bright bold spontaneous magical so obviously showing her true colors actually the uh, singer uh, ended the caption with her video, suggesting that the piece was not completely abstract. And she said, "If you look closer, you can see you can find a fish in there somewhere." She says she wrote, uh, "Britney Spears, who is now 39, has been." trying to remove her father as conservator of her estate, an arraignment she described as abusive in a stunning statement to a Los Angeles judge last month. Her new lawyer filed a former petition Monday seeking the suspension and removal of Jamie Spears as manager of her $60 million fortune. The the petition accused the father of lining up his pockets with his daughter's own money and making her life a nightmare. Instead of benefiting her, the conservatorship impairs Ms. Spears' mental health, her well-being, and her ability to pursue and continue with her extraordinary career. That's what the petition had stated. Now, Jamie Spears and his lawyer had defended his role in managing his daughter finances, arguing that he saved her from the brink of collapse and helped her reunite with her two sons. Well. You know, it's just sad that you know no one should be going through this. You know what I'm saying? And I think that was the, that that probably was the big as a matter of fact. That was actually the reason why she retired early in her career, because I mean, all this money she's making, touring and doing residencies and putting albums out, she can't enjoy it it's going back to her father or whoever. And do you blame her? I mean, do you blame her? And now, you know, she wants to start a family a new family. She has that hot new boy her hot boyfriend there. Um, she probably wants to get married to him, have children with him. She just wanted to start a life. And it's just not fair that they're holding it back. Um and for her, to, I don't know, if for them to say she's not mentally ready, uh, I mean, for, for crying out loud, how old is she again? 39 years old. She's old, almost 40 years old. So uh, I tell you, it's, just, it's a continual battle with her and her family. Uh, right now we have seven minutes left remaining in the show. Um, I'm going to cut the show early for today. But I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in and listen and, as usual, hang out with me as usual. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones. Have a great week. Stay safe. Please take care of each other. Be courteous of one another